For the inside scoop on where innovation is occurring, which companies are transforming the industry, and what jobs are offering the greatest opportunity, stay tuned for this week's episode where we are discussing innovative places, gigs, and digs. Nexius, accelerating network and business transformation. Telecom Careers, the number one global telecom and wireless job board. Telecomcareers.com. Welcome back for another episode of Inside Telecom Careers. I'm your host, Carla Macias. Joining me today is Editorial Director Jeff Mucci and also Production Manager Joey Jackson from our very own RCR Wireless News. So Jeff, before we jump in today's show, um, why don't you tell us what's new this week? Well, what's new this week is we got Joey Jackson uh, here at the <laughs> yeah, desk. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is this is new for me. I haven't been on this show before. And he's going to be telling us a bit about some of the new programs he's got coming up. But first, let's talk about some workforce news this week. I guess the biggest news I saw was uh, 29,000 AT&T District 3 employees have voted to go on strike, but they continue working even though their contract expired on August 8th. Um, Bloomberg reported that the CWA District 1 Verizon employees are continuing to work even though their agreement expired on August 1st. Uh, there's been a little mudslinging up in New York as well. Mm -hmm. You've got the CWA that's been running radio ads, lambasting uh, Verizon for not building out their Fios network. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we reported a couple weeks ago that uh, Verizon actually created an app so its employees could record and document any abusive behavior by the CWA. Yeah, we broke that story. So interesting, yeah. interesting going, stuff going up on New York, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about New York in this episode. Um, CenturyLink announced they were going to be laying off a thousand employees. Uh, oh, wow. CenturyLink is Louisiana's largest publicly traded company. They just completed a 300,000 square foot corporate office that included an innovation center, and they're sticking to their story that they're going to add 800 new jobs in Louisiana as part of an incentive package that local authorities gave them to build that new facility. So overall, it's been a, it's been a tough month uh, for technology workforce. Yeah. Uh, you may recall last yeah. month, uh, Microsoft announced laying off 7,500 employees as part of that recent mm -hmm. acquisition of Nokia's handset division. Um, Qualcomm and Intel have recently announced layoffs. And then finally, Martha DeGrasse this week wrote an interesting story about how um, Broadsoft, Qualcomm, and Corning are some of the most exposed technology companies to the Chinese uh, currency devaluation. Hmm. Not, not a lot of good news there, huh? Well, <laughs> uh, I think yeah, it comes on the bright spot. I, I think the bigger story, if I could paint some yeah. uh, uh, better color on things, is that uh, over the past couple of weeks on this show, we've been talking about the demand for fiber splicers, mm -hmm. project managers, tower climbers. So what you're really seeing here is uh, continued uh, decline of the wireline business, mm -hmm. continued rise of the wireless business, and so you just simply got a shifting of the workforce. Mm -hmm. And we've covered a number of programs that talk about uh, apprenticeships and warriors uh, and wireless, and, and so there's a lot of good going on, but we're really going through this the seismic shift of wireline to wireless technologies, which requires retraining and regrooming a workforce. Okay. Well, Jeff, you're the man behind RCR. Why don't you tell us why you launched Gigs, Digs, and Places? Well, to clarify, RCR has been around since 1982. And uh, we acquired RCR Wireless News in uh, 2009. The previous owners, Crane Communications, closed it. Uh, print revenues were declining. Digital wasn't growing as fast as they'd like. So we acquired the assets, 
hired the editorial team back, and now we've got this great facility. This is a global headquarters of RCR Wireless News here in town, and we've got a, a real solid team with Joey, Sean, uh, Callie, and, and, the, and you joining us uh, last month. So we've really got a nice team that uh, can focus on producing uh, compelling content um, using multimedia in addition to our website and newsletter. So the whole concept behind digs, gigs, and places is really part of our mission to connect our readers and our clients with the industry. And it's fun to talk about the big macro trends about technology, but at the end of the day, it's the people on the ground that make the companies run. And so the whole concept behind gigs, digs, and places is a really three different things. Um, so on the, on the gig side, it's, it's about the people who are making technology happen. So in some respects, Joey's, you know, he's got a production manager. He represents the new generation of uh, web TV. You came from production, broadcast TV. You're helping us create. So you guys are uh, gigs in and of yourselves. And we'll be talking <laughs> about that later. Um, on the digs, it's about the companies that are creating innovation. So as we go forward over the next 12 to 18 months, you guys are going to be going out in the field, meeting with companies who are making a difference. And so it's been reported that 100 people a day are moving to Austin, Texas, 3,000 people a month. Where are they going to work? So we're going to be digging into where are the hot spots of yep. innovation, which leads you to the places story. You know, mm -hmm. um, Austin is a hotbed. There's some interesting things going on in San Francisco with all the over-the-top guys like Google and Facebook opening up these big warehouses and commuting employees down to the valley. Uh, Munich, Shanghai, Hong Kong, London. Uh, these are some of the markets we plan to visit over the next 12 to 18 months and really get inside the innovation, the companies, the people, and the, the types of jobs that are in the highest demand. Okay. Well, digs, digs gigs, and places, it always gets me. But, yeah, those uh, are supposed to be the catchy names. <laughs> <laughs> Saying those two together gets me every time. But um, with digs, gigs, and places, how can you tell us how each are different and how they relate to each other well, as well. That, that, that's a good question. Again, it comes back to, you look at Austin, mm -hmm. 100 people a day are moving here. So what's, what's driving that? So we want to talk about places in, in the context of a city. It also may be in the context of a, a, a part of town. So for example, New York City, you've got this whole Brooklyn innovation era going on there. So we might do deep dives into a place that's just hot for innovation. And then within those places, dig into the companies and the people that are really driving change. Okay. And thank you, Jeff, for that. Yeah. Um, so, Joey, let's do a little get to know Joey. Oh, um, tell us I'm a little on the hot bit. seat now. Thank yes, you. Yes, you are. Right in the middle. Um, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to RCR Wireless. Well, I came from local TV news. I was a multimedia journalist, um, kind of cut my teeth there, really learned how to tell a story visually and learned that I really enjoyed it. But the grind of it every day was a little bit, uh, <laughs> it got me after after five years of doing it. So I was looking for something new and I, I happened to meet Jeff at a production studio that I was doing some other project at and he was touring it. And uh, you know, I, I, I got his card and I emailed him and I was like, I mean, you got anything for me to do? And I've really had an opportunity to kind of uh, be able to in a, like kind of do stories the way that I want to do them here as opposed to like working in TV news which you kind of have to do what they want you to do so I mean I've really enjoyed it and I'm looking forward to doing more of it yeah uh, Joey is um, it was an interesting story we were looking for studio space mm -hmm. uh, back in third or fourth quarter last year and I was going around Austin looking at different green screen locations and studio space and I went to a green 
green space uh, south of town and Joey with I think your roommate or one of yeah, your friends yeah. you were doing a segment for another web TV show mm -hmm. and I was like that's the kind of guy we need so he's had broadcast TV background he had a journalistic background he's a duck yeah right yep Oregon duck so <laughs> we right. got SEC we got ducks we got <laughs> ACC but he had a journalistic background and he really shows a passion for storytelling and if you if you had a chance to engage with Joey and you mentioned hey let's go out and do a story on Las Vegas. What makes Las Vegas tick? And I know you guys are going to, a little foreshadowing mm -hmm. here, but uh, his eyes light up, he gets animated and, and literally rushes out the door to go get a story. And then furiously, when he gets back on the editing side, he's really good at putting that story together. Yeah, I really enjoy the editing part. Yeah. So. We're glad to have you on the team. Yeah, thank you. Well, speaking of being on the team, why don't you tell us some of the projects that you're involved with now and maybe give us a sneak peek and on any future <laughs> I think RCR you're hinting projects. at something. I am. Uh, so, uh, first of all, I, I, uh, you know, I've been working on multiple digs. I, I did Ericsson. I was in uh, Dallas recently for Ericsson, uh, Nokia. I did mm -hmm. Nokia, and I just released uh, National Instruments. But I think what you want to talk about is Cell Tower News, which yes. is a... Uh, a uh, new program that we're launching here pretty soon. Uh, I think August 20th is the date yeah. for that. And uh, we'll basically be, be talking about the backbone of the wireless industry, you know, the people that work on the towers, the people that buy the towers, and what it takes to, to run them. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people forget that the, um, the cell, cell phone just works. Mm -hmm. And what we've tried to do at RCR Wireless is really go deep into the infrastructure that's required to make those phones work. And um, one of your frequent guests, I think, is going to be Jared Matula. Yep. Uh, yeah. Jared joined us a couple years ago as our, uh, his official job as content manager. And uh, he wears many hats. Many though. hats. But he's a great writer. He actually, <laughs> on the side, blogs for a, uh, a music site about uh, different bands and that sort of thing. But he really has connected with the um, uh, tower climber community on Facebook. And, and so we, we want to really go deeper into the tower industry as you go from micro, macro towers into small cell and HetNet. Mm -hmm. You know, who are the people behind and what are the stories behind getting that infrastructure built? And we'll be talking to uh, Brian Dar of Mosaic oh, Solutions yeah. for yeah. talking about site acquisition for our first show. So uh, stay tuned for that. Oh, we're Great. excited to have Brian on the show. Now, uh, Joey, tell us what's your favorite Digs episode that you've done so well, far? Well, I mean, I've I've enjoyed them all. Obviously, <laughs> I've I mean, I've done AT&T Foundry, I've done Silicon Labs, Comscope, mm -hmm. but I think that my favorite was Ericsson because I got to see their their 5G test bed, which was kind of like on the cutting edge and, and brand new. So, uh, if you want to take a look at that, uh, let's let's show that clip. Let's roll that. Ericsson Experience Center in Plano, Texas, in the North American headquarters for Ericsson. This is one of five experience centers globally. Our goal is to show off how people use the networks and what might be coming in the near future. We are leading the transition through mobility in that network society as well as the back-end network. Joey, great job on that segment. It looked really good. Thank you. So you talked about the, the center of excellence in that, or the, I guess the innovation center. Yeah, the innovation, innovation center. center. Yeah. But I think what a lot of people don't know is that uh, Ericsson employs over 18,000 people. 
And, they're big. Uh, yeah, and they're a big company. It's yeah. on the north side, and I know you're going to be going back up there more often. Mm-hmm. Um, Nokia has a facility in Dallas. You've toured got that one. Yep. So you've toured that one. Um, uh, AT&T moved to corporate headquarters there. So we've okay. got a lot of interesting yeah. things to do up there. Uh, the Metroplex Technology Business Council has uh, a lot of great telecom companies involved. The Richardson, they call it the old telecom quarter. For you young guys, you name that. Remember, but Austin, I'm sorry, Dallas has always been known as the, the Richardson area was the telecom quarter. Mm-hmm. It's back when MCI used to be there. And so, uh, but that whole area has transformed. Uh, Air Aquatelucent's built a new facility up mm. there, which is going to be interesting. With, with Nokia. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens up there. But that was a great job, Joey. Look for more uh, digs to come. Thank you. Now let's jump into the places segment. And Jeff, why don't you uh, tell us about uh, what the places are? Well, uh, recent, I guess, two recent uh, episodes that stand out in my mind was uh, twofold. One, we went to New York a couple weeks ago and we covered some uh, Verizon technology, went to the Empire State Building. Uh, last, uh, uh, last year went to Stockholm and, and uh, spent a week there. And uh, when we went to Stockholm, we actually reached out to the economic uh, development group of Stockholm. They set up a bunch of meetings with Intel and IBM. And then we attended the Ericsson uh, analyst uh, event for a couple days. But um, uh, we've got a clip on, um, uh, on Ericsson, which we'll show um, uh, on Stockholm in just a minute. But first, let's talk about New York City. And what was funny is uh, before we went up to New York City, um, Jonathan Adelstein, who's the CEO of P- PCIA, had just attended a state wireless conference up there and said that New York City was the wireless envy of the world. So that I jumped on a plane, went up there and said, okay, let's find out. So we've got a, a, a New York City Places segment, if we could run real quick. If it's happened anywhere in the world, it's happened in New York City. This city has more people, more traffic, more congestion, more situations that challenge wireless infrastructure than any other city in the world. Companies like Verizon Wireless are leveraging all of the assets that they represent and have uh, and all of the technology from vendors like Alcatel-Lucent to provide the service that end users are coming to expect and rely upon. They're using small cells basically in three So Carla, what I really enjoyed is we got to go inside Verizon's base station hotel. And so what they're doing is they're building a whole bunch of neighborhood base station hotels that can serve uh, in-building DAS, they can serve ODAS, they can also serve macro networks. So this is really the foundation for the HetNet concept. And we got to go inside with Alcatel, Lucent, and Verizon. And if you want to see the whole segment, actually go to our YouTube channel or go to RCR TV and click on uh, Places, and you'll see uh, a couple segments on New York City. Okay. Speaking of New York City, one of our editors, Sean Kenny, wrote a great story yesterday on Verizon expanding their cellular and Wi-Fi networks in the 279 subway. What can you tell Actually, us about Actually, 279 that? stations. 279 yeah, so, stations. Sorry. <laughs> so when you, not familiar with New York. That's so. okay. So um, uh, while we're up in New York City, mm-hmm. uh, we actually... Later in the afternoon, we went out with Solid, and we toured the Empire State Building, and uh, where they and we actually uh, went out with Transit Wireless to a secret location in New York City, where the head-end equipment for the Metro Subway is in place. And then we went out to a Metro station and uh, had the guys from Solid and Transit tell us about the underground coverage, which is very complex. I mean, you're down underground. Wireless doesn't really go through rock very well, mm-hmm. and so you've had to build these uh, uh, these these. Um, I guess, DAS systems underground, uh, but they're being fed by these uh, base station hotels. 
which was really interesting. And so yesterday, the announcement that Verizon has launched their own coverage of the 279 uh, subway stations. That, that's pretty interesting news, but it all Absolutely. goes back to serving these DAS systems, in-building systems, and macro networks with these base station hotels that are connected with Metro Fiber Networks. Okay. Now, you mentioned Stockholm. What can you tell us about that um, well, segment? Well, Stockholm, again, I, um, in the piece, we'll talk about how it's one of the most innovative cities in the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I went there to really learn more about Stockholm, what made it unique. Uh, some of the things that really jumped out at me is, number one, I went to an underground data center that was actually used to film a James that Bond episode. Cool. Yeah. That was kind of cool. That is cool. Um, we went out to Intel and looked at their Internet of Things lab. Uh, we spent some time with Ericsson, went out to Volvo. Um, but what was really interesting to me was um, Stokob is the city-owned metro fiber network. And this goes back 20 years ago. The city of Stockholm recognized that they needed to enable broadband, so they actually built a private uh, fiber network. And today, 100% uh, or nearly 100% of the buildings have fiber and over 90% of the residents in Stockholm have fiber. And the Stokob basically leases that fiber or will sell dark fiber to the carriers. But um, uh, the whole point being is that that really was the economic enabler that's driving a lot of innovation there. Um, one of the other, I think, things that I didn't really know about was you had a lot of the gaming industry, Minecraft, which Microsoft bought for $8 billion, Spotify, and others. So there's a really hotbed of, um, of um, uh, gaming companies, uh, music companies, and then telecom companies there in Stockholm. But let's run that, uh, that in intro segment. So, so we saw two other configurations, and these are even more common in terms of the deployment here in the city. These are our low-power radios, and we also have some high-power radios. Uh, the good thing about the low-power radios is that they have a smaller form factor compared to the high-power radios. They take a lot less power, and we need a lot less uh, components to, uh, to build out the system. From these units, we pretty much just have our RF cable up, around, and into these head-end units. And then the head-end units go straight out to the field and feed to a remote unit that has a omni antenna and providing a service much closer to the customers than we would be able to do uh, with a, you know, traditional macro systems. In this room alone, it is all ODAS, but in this hub itself, we do have some in. So I think, Carl, I got ahead of myself there. I think we ran the, um, <laughs> we just ran the, the Metro Underground uh, uh, segment. Uh, let's run the Stockholm segment now. Let's run that one, please. Stockholm is one of the world's most connected cities and also home to both telecom pioneers dating back to 1876 and today's leading internet and gaming industry innovations. According to a recent Atomica report, Stockholm is the startup capital of Europe in terms of the city that has created the most billion dollar software companies that have valued more than one billion dollars since 2003. And this is second only to Silicon Valley. In addition, CNN, Wired and Tech Europe have ranked Stockholm as one of the top markets globally for tech startups. More recently, a new wave of Stockholm entrepreneurs are changing the world of technology. For example, Daniel Ek, CEO of Spotify, Niklas Sandström, co-founder of Skype and Atomico, and also Marcus Notch Passion, who is game developer at Minecraft. 
My name is Sabine Fongafke, and I'm your host here today, along with Jeff Mucci, who is CEO and Editorial Director of RCR Wireless. And please join us today as we go local and find out what makes Stockholm so special. Great video, Jeff. And Thank you. I'm going to ask this question, but where is Stockholm? Yeah, that's a great question. It's, it's, in, it's actually in Sweden. Oh, okay. Did not. It's, uh, think a lot that. of those Nordic countries, they kind of. Now, I don't want anybody to take offense, but but they do kind of lump together. And that we've been to Helsinki in the past. We've been to uh, um, Stockholm, and we look forward to covering some of those other. Been to Estonia okay. uh, a couple years ago, which was fun. Uh, uh, so we look forward to covering some of those Nordic countries. I think with Nokia, yeah, buying, there's a lot uh, of important Octavus, companies out there. I think there. it. Um, it, it, that's going to be a Helsinki and Finland is going to be a very interesting area for us to cover because of the long history in Nokia. You got some incredible engineers, mm -hmm. and so with the downsizing of the handset division, uh, you're going to see ramp up of I think some new creative things going on in Helsinki. Every year they hold a, a big innovation event called Slush. We covered last year, Claudia Baca covered, and we'll probably be covering it again later this year. Okay. Well, now last but not least, let's talk about gigs. Uh, Jeff, why is this segment important to you? You can't, you can't have a company without people, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, my personal experience over the last 30 years, I've been involved with starting uh, three or four companies. I've been involved with restructuring three or four companies. Um, and you just simply can't get from point A to point B without great people. And uh, the, the biggest challenge is getting those people aligned around the corporate goals and objectives. And uh, people are people. We all put our pants on the same way. We all drink coffee. We all drive to work. But it's the people that make the difference. And so um, um, even at, here at this company, okay, we, we bought RCR and it was closed. We had to hire some new people, Dan Meyer, Tracy Ford. And then we continued to build our team here. But at the end of the day, RCR is you guys, right? Uh, the shows we're doing here, we're breaking ground. We're on the tip of the spear. We got arrows in our back. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to forge the new digital media business. You ask about workforce, workforce news. Last week, the media industry lost $30 billion of value, okay? That's a big change. So we're going through seismic shifts in media. We're going through seismic shift from wireline to wireless. In the wireless business, we're going from uh, going to virtualization and network function vir uh, 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 virtualization. Uh, we're going to cloud technologies. So to me, it's, we're in a transformative period, and mobile and wireless technology is, is probably the most important segment. IoT, over the top, 5G. So RCR is going to be there to cover it, but we're going to be talking about the people and the faces that really make it happen. And I guess as a kid growing up, I remember Sports Illustrated. I'd go to the back and it had faces in the crowd. And, and you know, as a teenager or young kid, you look at these other kids who are doing this and that. And what we hope to do is really inspire people to learn more about the industry, to come into the industry. And we think um, gigs, digs, and places is an opportunity to do that. Okay. Well, Joey, what is one gig segment that stands out? Most to you. Well, I've done some. I, I've done some fun ones. The mm -hmm. tower climbing one was definitely a, a very interesting one. Those guys are always have a lot of good I stuff to say. I mean, they're, I they that, climb yeah. towers for a living. They're hundreds of feet in the air. But definitely not afraid of heights. <laughs> I think. I think the most important one that I've done is the one about uh, the data scientists mm -hmm. because. Uh, Harvard Business Journal called it the sexiest job of the 21st century. So, uh, you know, I, I saw that and was like, this this is important. We, you know, people need to know what these guys actually do. So uh, let's take a look at that. Okay. It's a constant stream of getting data, looking at data, um, shaping data, uh, coming up with uh, um, different approaches, being creative with approaches. What am I going to be looking at today? 
um, what kind of questions I have, I'm planning to answer or trying to answer or should I answer to get to the result. So um, we start with, a, with, for every problem that we do, we do have a certain solution approach that we lay down before we start doing the analysis. Thank you so much, Joey and Jeff, for joining us today. Really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. And if you have any suggestions for places, digs, or gigs, or an interesting career that you want to feature on Inside Telecom Careers, email me at kmacias at rcrwireless.com. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next Thursday. Inside Telecom Careers is a production of RCR TV News. To reach Jeff Mucci or to suggest a show topic for Inside Telecom Careers, you can reach him at jmucci at rcrwireless.com. For all telecom-related news and information, please visit rcrwireless.com. To connect with the industry's top talent, please visit telecomcareers.net.